Hello and welcome to the Adam Sandbox, the show where we watch some bullshit and try to make sense of it. This week, we watched the 2015 box office smash hit with a huge 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. You guessed it, Paul Blart Mallblart 2. Paul Blart Mallblart as well, a.k.a. Ocean's Eleven Hundred Pounds, a.k.a. Gone in no less than nine hours for some reason, a.k.a. Paul Blart Mallblart 2. He's still a big old fat boy. I'm the big bad security boy, Chris. You really stacked him up this episode. Uh, I'm Oliver Bahama, and it's a bad day to be bad people making a bad podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Morgan, and I, uh, I'm from the Mall of America. Hello, Morgan. Okay, first things sure, first. Morgan, you sure you aren't from the King's Landing uh, Walmart? Because I yeah, does King's Landing have a Walmart? <laughs> we can talk about that now. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get to it, maybe. All right, a couple of things to address off the top of the bat. First things first. Episode fifty. That's something, I guess. Big number. Yep. Uh, if we were, if that was an age, we'd be having a midlife crisis right about mm. now. That's if we live to 100. Oh, I would have been having a midlife crisis. We're going to be living past 100. Years and though. years ago. 120. Second thing we have to address, you may have already noticed, Luke isn't here this week. Yep. Why? He's at the Coast Mill International Podcast Festival making connections for us. Physical uh, connections. Reed being Sexual very drunk at very low cost to himself. I feel like he's not really going to be representing the podcast as a, a great ambassador. No. Uh, knowing Luke, he will not mention the podcast. Not no, once. I think he did ask some analytic questions. Yeah, no, the other he was day, he was getting down to brass tacks. He was asking them about facts and figures, and we discovered just how truly we pale in comparison to a real podcast. <laughs> uh, it's miserable. So uh, that in mind, when, it's not just the three of us in the room today, and that's because. Legally speaking, Oliver needs some kind of carer to be with him, yep. and his brother can't be here. Yep. Uh, his semi-full-time carer Emmett couldn't be here, so instead yep. we've had to reach way out, and uh, we've got his manager from work to come yep. in and take care of him for us today. Leon, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks for having me. I can't me. emphasize enough. He's genuinely my boss. Is <laughs> <laughs> Leon. Is Leon. He has to wipe my butt when I do poos Is that why you're and help me in the, the shower, because I'm a disabled person, <laughs> apparently. Uh, who wants to give us a rundown this week? Uh, I think we tasked Leon with this. He's yeah, he's it. he's been sitting in here diligently prior to the recording, compiling it, and let's hear it. All right. So, the sequel to Paul Blart Mall Cop is Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Very creative title. Catchy. Based six years after the first film. Basically, Paul just gets divorced like straight away. Yeah, they cut that. They cut that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot. To six say. days into their marriage, for no reason whatsoever. Like n- n- just. Because she thought he was gross? Like that's Because they, yeah. they couldn't get her for this movie? Uh, no, because... Uh, <laughs> they needed as, him to be tragic in this movie? No, no, as the doctor put it, uh, uncontrollable vomiting yeah. is the reason. It's generally like they had a nice uh, a nice ending in the other one, and, she, and then she's literally just gone, oh, gross. <laughs> right there. Oh, hang he on. realised he was fat. All right. I've just married Kevin James, Mr. Blood. <laughs> the more blood. But, I can't do this. But Leon... I mean, that's pretty sad. Surely nothing else really bad isn't going to happen to well, him right Oliver, off the bat in this movie. You know, there is a silver lining. A silver His lining. mum gets killed by a milk truck, yep. and so she doesn't have to be in the film. I didn't it's even know. actually oh, really God. kind. I didn't even know milk yeah. trucks still existed. And Leon, in a movie like this, they wouldn't show you her getting hit by a milk truck, would they? Well, 
Yeah, it was a fantastic scene. That you was would, probably my favorite. Oh my god, it was almost as I was, crazy as when I he was, punched that old lady later <laughs> on in the movie. Right in the uterus. Oh, I was just yeah. surprised. Yeah. I was just surprised by how much blood was in that getting hit by a truck scene. Was it there was actually everywhere? Did, was there actually? all over the road? Go with it. Go with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> so gory. Yeah, you got to watch the. I don't know how. Version. Yeah, right. I think I saw an arm come off. It was crazy. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Essentially, all, after all of this horrible stuff happens to Paul, he gets yeah. invited to a security officer convention in Las Vegas. Where else would you have it? <laughs> They have those, surely. Where else do you have any convention? It's always Las Vegas. I looked into this. Nevada has really good tax breaks for making movies. So that's exactly why it was held. See, that's the kind of research this podcast is lacking, and I'm glad we have it. Yeah. (laughs) These these are the kind of skills you only get from being having a middle management position in research. Hey, the places you can go, guys. Honestly, the places you can go. Are we going to mention? Are we going to mention where we work? No, because I would like all. to, and I would like to beep it out because I love beeping. We work at Leon's Hot Sauce Stand. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet callback to the first movie, guys. And Oliver wears the best Hawaiian shirts you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually. This is a true story, guys. I was. I, it was too cold, and I didn't end up getting changed. I was going to. Just, I was going to try to dress up like Paul Blart because I'm delighted by the way he dresses with his like shorts and his comfy shoes and his like. Oh, he was proper fashion dad. This I, I think whole I, movie. I, I think awesome. I wrote like he's like full on touristing this movie. Dude, like. and I drew a bunch of drawings of him because I'm just delighted by like that silhouette <laughs> of like a stomach <laughs> with the Hawaiian shirt, and he's got his comfy shoes. He looks the- like Homer Simpson if yeah. Homer Simpson went to Los. He's got Vegas. his comfy shoes, yeah. his stupid comfy shorts. Shoes, his pulled up socks. It did actually. It did actually make me sad when I first saw that because he has, he has fallen quite far from Here Comes the Boom. Like yeah. he was, yeah. he was working hard in that movie, and then this one is just like, man, you just yeah, he you fell like, off the wagon. He's genuinely bro. MMA shredded. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, he's like he's like the shit version of Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah, he'll go up and down. Christian fail. He couldn't have done this movie. He couldn't. That have sounds done- like a religious thing. Let's get let's backtrack on that. <laughs> Is there a joke? Blotman. Blotman. <laughs> Is there a joke about Christian Kale? No, no, it's it's in there somewhere. Goddamn millennials. Bloody kale. Fucking using the word zip. <laughs> Never done all of the hair. Is zip a word people use? Is well, I looked into word? that. On a, according to Urban Dictionary, zip means an ounce of marijuana, or. An ounce of any kind of illegal drug. So when you're zipping, you're, you're getting so high. So what you're talking about is that like Is it because it comes in like a Ziploc bag? I don't know, man. I, I, I think I got, I got my finger on the pulse and I'm well, going to say that's How else do you get it. into UCLA? <laughs> you're talking about that Bribing insane Bribing the dean with a, an ounce <laughs> of any kind of illegal drug. Is that how that works? Like that Venn diagram of as time progresses, every uh, slang term for, mar- for, for drugs, just everything is all the same and it's just all the same. <laughs> yeah, didn't you hear that? Like there's that list in Joe Dirt 2. Yeah. That we haven't done yet. Fuck. Oh. No, I haven't. I haven't heard that. <laughs> oh God! Did you hear? They, they know. <laughs> Play it cool, guys. <laughs> We're ruined. Let's let's go back to more cop. Just, uh, yep. just okay. So during the convention, yep. a high rolling criminal, um, his name's Vincent Safel, played by I don't know how to say. Whoa! His you last remembered name. one name from this movie. That's better than me. <laughs> no, I just wrote. You didn't it remember down. Paul Blart more what? <laughs> Paul Blart more what? Yeah. Um, played by. Neil McDonough? McDonough. McDonough. He's a classic. So he, I remember him from uh, Band of Brothers. I called him Damien Dark the whole time because he's Damien Dark in Arrow. Oh, there you go. That sounds racist, but... That, that, look, we'll get... Like, this movie is racist. on Classic Morgan reference. (laughs) Um, Arrow. Anyway, this guy plots to steal the priceless pieces of art from 
uh, the Wynn Hotel, which is where they're staying and where the convention is. Um, and basically, Paul's daughter Maya gets uh, caught up in the heist yep. and taken hostage, and Paul has to. Paul's daughter and Ted's kid from How I Met Your Mother, and I forget his name, Justin in Wizards of Waverly Place. Was it was it Lane? Lane. Lane? He does Lane look. Yeah. look. He looked familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint. It. I was like, "Is that a Jonas brother?" No, he's he's, he's Ted's. <laughs> right? He's the kid in uh, How I Met Your Mother, and he's uh, Justin. In so Wizards his career is Place. just going off right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he works at Las Vegas as a. Uh, Car park guy. I'm sure his career's <laughs> blown up. Oh baby. yeah, he was legit. Playing... Legit. He wasn't actually acting in this movie. That was like, oh, <laughs> he was just there. They, they rocked up. I'm like, oh, you're an actor, right? Hey, you, we wow, know you. You look kind of pretty. <laughs> you, are you an actor? <laughs> you got like, you got some big foofy hair. Do you want to get on that screen? Yeah. <laughs> okay. One thing that I wanted to say about this movie, we kind of uh, we kind of skipped over it in the synopsis. There's a key point during the start of the film where. There's uh, talk that he is going to be the keynote speaker, the yeah. surprise keynote He's speaker. Do a keynote. It's going to be like a TED talk. That's man. not what a fucking surprise speaker is. No one is. Hey, yeah. guess what? You're, You're speaking, speaking tonight. Yeah, because it's like if it had a bit where like, <laughs> yeah, that surprise isn't. They don't. <laughs> it's not surprising tell you. to the speaker. Yeah, guys, and they don't that, prepare us. That You're sounds talking about... better, right? <laughs> that sounds fantastic. We should make that a thing. You're talking Tonight's about a, a competent like. <laughs> Gathering of people, guys. The surprise speaker. You mix was. it with like a raffle, so that the surprise speaker. You pull it. It's like you have to speak now. <laughs> it's of anybody that's there. <laughs> it's just like he shows up. Like they're like, uh, yeah. There's a keynote speaker. Word on the street is it's you. The first thing you'd say is no, no, it's not. Nah. <laughs> no, no one's mentioned it to no me. One told and me. it would be crazy if. All of a sudden, it was. So, no, it's not me. Don't even worry about no, it. No. That's but pretty much how Oliver pitched me coming here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're forgetting that this is... Because he caught me off guard at, it, like, Paul Blatt's first movie. I was like, is he normally this cloying and annoying? Like, he's so crazy about <laughs> oh, how, he's, like... He's that, really yeah. bad in this movie. How big a deal he is. I actually warmed to it quickly. Because if I remember, I think that is roughly what he was like in the other movie, where he's very big sort on of. himself. And it ends up working out well when he starts doing genuine James Bond-esque feats. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, but he, like, my brain literally just... <laughs> did, you, did you just did say you that just... Kevin James is big on himself? Uh, he's very big he's on big himself. Kevin James Bond? Kevin? Oh, Ooh. very good. Why yeah. doesn't this... Double O Kevin. <laughs> oh, that's why also doesn't... good. Guys, why doesn't this movie have, like, a Bond song where it's all fat people in silhouette? <laughs> like a James Bond song <laughs> with an intro? Because there's so many scenes where it has James Bond Stop music. Stop giving them ideas of <laughs> The spy who or at least do it me. while they're still writing the movie. It's so good. Like, the whole love story, like, it's not really, like, the quote-unquote love story feels like a James Bond thing. Wait, which he... love story? Are you talking about the one with the hotel receptionist who clearly isn't into it, but then is? Yeah, but She's that... more than a receptionist, but that is James... oh, the general, the general manager. manager. But it's James Bond. Of course you brought that up. He's negging her so hard, and it's it's just so working. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like a James Bond thing where, like, she doesn't like him, first of all, because it's like, she's not... I mean, in James Bond, it's usually because he's... Uh, known to be a, pl- uh, uh, a playboy, <laughs> not that he's a fat, gross mall cop. That's yeah. <laughs> usually not it what was, it is. I, it made me uncomfortable every time he did that. I, was, I wasn't I was a fan. It was no, weird. It sucked. <laughs> it was ostensibly, oh, hey, sir, uh, this is information that you need for the building. Uh, you're coming on to me. I'm not into it. It's like, definitely not. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later on. Uh, hey, um, just want to be so clear. Wasn't coming on to you. It's like, oh, you, you do love me, though. And she's like, fuck, I do. Yeah, and yeah, the, the bit end, at the end where it's like, and at the end, wait, she has, they're she listening to, to the be... speech, and then she's like, "Do you want to come over and see me instead?" It's like, 
What is happening right now? <laughs> she has to be told that she doesn't love him, and then like she should stay with her boyfriend. Like it's literally like by Kevin. Kevin was like, "I let you. I let, I'm letting you off the hook." He had no right to do that. She didn't it's, like him. It's literally she didn't like him. It's the same. To put it into perspective, it's like if in Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, the really hot girl, Esmeralda, was eventually at the end, she's like, no, Quasimodo, I do want you. And Quasimodo was like, no, you should be with the Phoebus, the other guy who I <laughs> never wanted you to be with. It's like, it's the most insane thing that would never happen. Like, it's so, I kind of liked it, though, that they actually didn't force it, but it still made no fucking sense. <laughs> still, though, just the whole vibe of, fuck you, you like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I think we can all adopt that. He's now, a right? real pickup artist. <laughs> and then there's that other love story between Lane and his daughter. I've forgotten her name. I just called her Maya. Maya. Or Maya. Maya. Because what was the story with his wife in the first movie? It was that like she she, she green card married. Green card married. Green card got knocked up. Yeah. Had the baby. Fucked off. Yeah. Classic. He really like. He really. He has bad luck. He's he not has- good at marrying. He does crazy situations yeah. in these, in and, these and then, like, at the end, he tries to pick up that cop and then gets kicked by a CGI horse. It's great. Well, that's because he abused the horse. Right. He, like, punched it. Don't punch horses, guys. Yeah, don't yeah. punch horses. They'll kick you. It's like the thing that everybody knows about horses. They'll kick you. That's, like, the one thing that they do. Uh, they ride well, and they kick you. That's also all, shit. Also and they, like, piss like crazy. And they crib. <laughs> Do you know what horse cribbing is, Leon? I have no idea, but I feel like you're going to tell me. Horse cribbing is when a horse sticks its teeth into something and sucks in air until it passes out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real thing they do. Because they're stupid. So, guys, there was just a bunch of people just suddenly the, the hotel had a bunch of, the casino had a bunch of new employees that no one noticed. Yeah. And no one looked. Twice. No one yeah. said anything. It's like, you you got a uniform, you must work here. Are you talking about the bad guys? Because I was just playing Hitman and people know. People yeah. know that shit. <laughs> but if you turn away really quickly, they don't know. Like a casino is a big hmm. place. He does that multiple times. Like he's here and he goes... Especially like that one dude isn't even... Like they pointed out in the movie, he's not even wearing the casino's security uniform. Yeah. He's just wearing a security costume. And everybody would know that because Paul Blart knew that through excruciating... Yeah, like you'd think that the other security who then talked to him would say... Yeah. That's not this casino's uniform. Hey, is that a gun? Do you have a gun? No, they didn't. He hid the None gun. None of us have guns. He hid the gun. He what? hid the gun. It was Why do you fine. have a gun? He's, he seems pretty well trained. I, I feel like they must have been nested in that organization for a while because they're pretty... like Yeah, they were. But this is the thing that these both of these movies have had where the bad guys are super duper competent and it never really makes sense that Kevin would be, but he just is, and it's always delightful. It's crazy, though, because like, there's that scene where it's like the... I'm going to say O'Doyle's bushel of bananas, mm-hmm. but bananasinal, because uh, it's like the whole room full of... Uh, it's the show floor. There's all the weapons yeah, and, and shit. and the new Segway, that bitch-ass Sweet segue. new Segway. And he's got the beanbag gun, and he, for the life of him, cannot And then shoot later on, he's just anything. good at it? Later on, he's just 360 no-scope corn-shotting people. Yeah. yeah. Just like, like it's nothing. He can't hit it when he's... D- trying very hard and yeah, he's very so that's calm. The thing. I think he's got hyperglycemia. Maybe he just had yeah. some sugar. They had, to, they had to bring that back at one point. When he was <laughs> lapping up that ice cream, I had to look away. It was... Oh, it was so long. That scene was so long and it had dramatic music under it. <laughs> it. It was so long I couldn't stay in the moment of the scene. I just started thinking, this is a scene that they filmed. That's Kevin James on the ground and there's someone <laughs> behind him dripping pink shit onto his face. Yeah. And I wanted... like. 
It was strangely erotic. I feel so bad for it. (laughs) But the fact that it went so long and it didn't end with a bit where everyone was looking at him being like... Oh, the girl was like, What are you doing? Like, it literally just continued as normal after that. Like, what was the point in it being so long? Because you've got to get, like, because there's not much sugar in each drop. It's got to be realistic, it's, Oliver. It's There's be. one thing you say about this movie. It's realistic. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought. when <laughs> that's, he sh- what, that's what we're talking about right yeah, now. That's exactly what I thought when he smashed through a window inside of a luggage case. <laughs> he was in the luggage case. I didn't believe that for one fucking second. He got in it so quickly. So he got in it so was quickly. Was it bulletproof, though? No, uh, this will come back in a later segment. I've not talked to you about this, Liam, but we will be doing a segment later on that really drills through some of the points in the thing. I can confirm, according to kidsinmind.com, Bulletproof case. You always take everything kids in mind as to say as possible. Oh, oh, I think they know what they're doing. They were. I'm pretty sure they wrote the film, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they did. And as we'll find out from their synopsis, they've got it. They've really got their number. I can't. I can't wait. Hey guys, what was with him stealing? That they, they they were stealing this idol. Basically, it was a real sort of uh, Indiana Jones thing. Yeah. But in order to steal it, he just put in a, a USB, USB flash yeah. drive yeah. into the. Into the stand. Yeah. And it brought it- it- well, that <laughs> obviously deactivated the security. Yeah. But like- it was some fo- Trojan horse and it backdoored the security. Yeah, you know how priceless art installations do just have a USB drive yeah. on the front of the, guy, the that display. Guy, that guy was NSA. He knew his shit. He really it's did true. know his he shit. Also, specifically- he had a really good um, like manscaping on his face. Yeah, his face was like very sculpted. It was like, whew. You could cut something with that sharp face. Go on. No. Morgan. <laughs> Morgan, do you have a crush on him? No. <laughs> Guys, Paul Blart invented the fake boyfriend. Yeah. Have you not what? seen I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry? Wait, when was this? Fuck, good point. <laughs> Wait, what bit are we talking about? Uh, a lady who doesn't you... like him, but then turns out to actually like him. He's like, hey, by the way, like I have a boyfriend. I'm fine. He's like... Sweetie, I I invented the fake boyfriend. <laughs> but now that you say, now that you mentioned Chuck and Larry, that's a good callback. Yeah, I'm into it. It is, yeah. I really flirt with the idea of liking his character in this movie because it's like he seems like occasionally like he's awesome, and then he's just a fucking weirdo. Did he tase a guy with a vibrating fork? Am yeah, I imagine, he, am he I shot a guy that? with a. Bo- he made a a bow and arrow. But did he connect it to electricity with the vibrating well, fork? I don't know. No, no. Like, it instead of no, it just fire, went into I feel it. Like he killed him. Yeah, he killed <laughs> like him. more then, than one person died. But then in they this came. Film. But then, well, there's that guy he tased like ten times. Who at the right end is like, he's just like, I just want to leave. He's yeah. like, I just want to leave, and he yeah. just he just tases him again. You can kill somebody by tasering them. Well, they he comes back and they have that massive battle at the end. But uh, we gonna talk about the battle? Wait, guys, is it crazy <laughs> if I tell you that I only just recognised that the arrow that he shot was his vibrating fork from earlier in the movie? <laughs> he has a vibrating fork. It's also quite, it's, it's to stop him from eating too quickly. I don't yeah. feel like that would stop me. No, it's have you ever had like metal hit your teeth? Thing. Oh, that's it's not, true. It's not great. Yeah, I'd probably just start would... using my hands. I'd probably just use a normal fork. Just don't eat so quickly. <laughs> like, there's normal don't forks be a on fucking the table. animal. But is that a but problem? But then he wouldn't be fat, Chris. <laughs> sorry, that... sorry, I forgot that that's the logline of this movie. But is that the problem with people who are fat that they eat the food too quickly? <laughs> I don't. I think it's more the, the so. amount that's it's probably. The, I would issue. say so. Yeah. Because yeah. if you but eat a think- small amount really quickly, yeah. then you'd just be... Is that a think, problem? I still think gluttony is a lot to do with speed. Is that a problem? Luke in the past? Let us know. <laughs> Thing, though, just Thing? so you guys know, it's fine. According to kids in mind, guy with the arrow in the chest, lightning arrow, not dead. He comes back later with a sling. 
Yeah, and they have a massive fight. Because <laughs> you know when you get stabbed in the chest with a fork that's electrocuted? And there's a little fire that he pats out? A little fire in your chest? You've got to put your arm in a sling. But what, like, how did that, like, that knocked him out? Yeah. How, that, like, anatomically, I just don't understand. He hit his head happened. when he fell. It went straight into he his goddamn his heart. heart. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, it just, like, stopped his it heart. It gave him, like, a heart attack. But, like, he's not a, not a threatening not, heart not attack. Not a just one of those heart attacks that kind of gives you a bit of, like, an elbow injury. I really liked that, oh, that right, yeah. lovely, like, interpretive dance scene, though. The music oh, was, was killer. The waterworks were great. That was phenomenal. I wish I could go see that show. Yeah. And Gary Valentine was enjoying it. Yeah, well, he, he, talk- he yeah. would have he would have got up there, but his hips dodgy. We haven't mentioned Gary Valentine yet. No, I was he I was, was saving in it. this movie and he was killing it. I love Gary Valentine. I love Gary He's Valentine so much. His haircut looked like an old lady's clitoris with little tufts of gray hair. God, I hate it, but it's accurate. Where did the yellow teeth in his mouth come Vivid. into that? He's got the yellow teeth and the gold sunglasses. You're saying how does that make him look like I a really, clitoris? I was like, how does that factor into it? Yeah. I, I really uh, she's got blame. He was he was killing it. He was. He was doing a really good job. Because he was just uh chewing that scenery. Because yeah, he was there. There was also two time citizen was there. Two time, yep. I don't remember what his Little Taturo was there. Oh yeah, Nick Taturo Nicholas Taturo, who got drunk and then came up with a grappling hook at the end, which I thought was pretty convenient, don't you think? It was very convenient that the man that had been like passed out drunk for most of the movie suddenly had exactly what they he needed. also he was also um Paul Blatt helped him. Uh, accost uh, Jackie Sandler. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was weird. It was weird. It was a very weird scenario where it was like he was just drunk and flirting with her, like a real grosso. Um, and he came in and like, what's the opposite of like? It's like it's like white knighting, but you're not even ch- pretending that you're trying to help the girl. He was definitely wingmanning Nick in a very sketchy situation where he probably shouldn't have been. I'm yeah. going to call it wing gremlining. He wasn't wingmanning. <laughs> Coined it. You heard it here. Yeah. Put it on Urban Dictionary. He's the wingman, but he's not, he's not the pilot. He's the gremlin on the side of the plane. Yeah. Genuinely. <laughs> I'm, very good... pr- I'm very proud of myself. That was a good one, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm here for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> There was something I was going to talk about um, with the Gary Valentine thing, because um, I was getting ready for work, and I came upstairs, and Morgan was watching this movie, and I just, I literally identified Gary Valentine out of the corner of my eye by the way he was walking. <laughs> like, I <laughs> love him at this point. Because at this point, like, he was in the background, out of he was out of uh, shot, and he was kind of like, he wasn't in focus. Mm. And I'm like, hey, Oliver, do you see that guy in the corner? And, I was like, and Oliver's like, please, I knew him from the walk. <laughs> I feel like that says more about Oliver than it does about anything else. I have a Absolutely. Qu- I have a question, though, Oliver. When I was watching it, you were there briefly, and then you left by saying, I'm really excited to watch this movie. How did that turn out for you? Okay, well, this is the other thing I was going to say. This was the scene... So, Gary Valentine was already in it. This was... uh, He was doing the speech and Maya was kind of being... very uplifting good speech. ...semi sort of abducted as this was happening. I expected this was maybe 10, 15 minutes into the movie. That is 45 minutes into this movie. Did you say semi-abducted as opposed to, like, completely held hostage? Well, Leon, she gets away. Well... But that doesn't mean that she wasn't. She like, completely MacGyver's her way out. Yeah, she does a pretty good job. Because, like, overbearing father, real shithead Paul Blart. He was real overbearing. Prepares her for everything, though. Yeah. Yeah, she had, like, mace and the taser and shit. I she guess. Does... A spare, fo- a spare phone battery. Yeah. They can that dis- she they they can... Can open doors. Yeah. They can open key cards uh, if you put you two pieces that, of wire if in it. If you shove a phone battery into a key lock door and then just 
apply electrical charge, something will happen. Yeah. You need, obviously, the copper wiring from a yeah. snow globe. Yeah. yeah. The key cards from a for... snow globe that you just happen to get from your friend Lane. Is the idea with that that a digital lock, like, all it needs is just a bunch of electricity shot into it and it'll just disengage? I think the idea is, like, all a key card does is complete a circuit. Yeah. <laughs> just putting a bit of metal in there, basically. Yeah, that's why when you go to a, you go to a hotel and they're like, here's your card and they just hand you a piece of wire... It, it'll like, work on every door. So, so have you ever? Well, that's ca- basically ever- what a key is. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, what if that is how a key works? Though you complete a circuit, it's made of copper, and it like connects in there, and you get like sometimes you get electrocuted. <laughs> just every, <laughs> just every now and then. But speaking of like the whole MacGyvering thing, the bit where the where he had to MacGyver the Segway, and he had the fucking candy that went on too long, right? Yeah, like, that, I knew as, was, I knew as soon as he picked him up, happen. and I'm like, yeah, and then yeah. it was like, just dun, dun, dun. oh yeah, I was so confused by the end of that, and then when they revealed what the joke was, I was disappointed. I was did hoping, you, I was hoping that he was, going, was going, going to eat it, but also use the wrapper for a reason. No, I knew, I knew he was not going to use the wrapper for a reason. He was just going to eat it. I'm like, I don't care. Just, just but do Morgan, it. yeah, he's but got that's basically how I felt for the whole film. He's got hypoglycemia, and he falls asleep on the phone, and the bad guy's like, oh whatever. He's got shithead blood. And it causes him to die sometimes. <laughs> Shithead blood. blood. I don't even know how to uh, <laughs> re- reply that's the, to that. That's the street Boy. name for hyperglycemia. Guys, so, would you go see Mini Kiss? <laughs> I've Mini that's Kiss. really yeah, that's, man. I would. I wouldn't. I mean, I mean, like I just, Mini Kiss. Like, there's a better name, like Peck, right? Like, because that's like a small kiss. Oh, shit. oh you yeah, thought about this? One. Yeah, or nice. we're just on the cheek. No, I've got a better idea. Eskimo Kiss. <laughs> I guess that needs think you think maybe they have that, that joke was on the nose, Oliver. It was a little bit on the nose. Oh. That was good. That was very good. I'm very proud of you, Leah. You could stay. <laughs> Thanks, they, they were good. I would I would steal their wig for sure. But at what point would you in the movie would you steal their wig? Would it be impossible for you to maybe when figure out the at elevator? Is that when that happened? I assume he just grabbed the wig and like. Yeah, he's it like, in. he's like, I could use this later. It was such a good delivery. Where he's like, "Hey, nice hair." He's like, "Thanks, it's not mine." <laughs> yeah, they hate being mini kiss. That's maybe why I, I, when I first heard the idea of mini kiss, I was like, "Man, I'd say that." And then when I saw them, I was like, mm, "Maybe," because I don't think this was their idea. <laughs> like, someone made them do this, and they don't, they're not into it. There's actually a paycheck. lot of like derision towards genetic uh, issues within this film. Yeah. That was one of them, and that's why I feel a bit uncomfortable. What are the others? Do go on. Uh, well, so what's his? What was the bad guy's name? I wrote it down. Uh, Vincent Sofell. Damien so, Duck from Arrow. exactly. He. I <laughs> looked this guy. up. He had complete heterochromia because he oh, had two he had, different coloured yeah, eyes. Like at one point, it's just like yeah. I didn't notice it was that throughout the movie. But he's like, I have two different coloured eyes. Were they crazy? Have I a noticed, crazy off or something? I yeah. noticed yeah. that a minute before that though. Was that? Is that does wait? So you did some research. Does yes. that actor have that, or no. is that a part of the movie? No, he doesn't. No, he he doesn't actually, have it. His his eyes are the lighter color. His right. actual eyes are the lighter. I was going to say because he's, he's been... got very blue eyes. Yeah. yeah. So I looked it up. The leading cause is actually a lack of genetic diversity, which I feel like is a representation <laughs> of the major part of the audience for this film. But are they suggesting that he's an inbred guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they are. I think that like I actually. Why really else would you steal know? art? <laughs> But yeah. you said that he was crazy because his eyes were different yeah. colours. I yeah. think like people that actually have that issue, I think, might take offence to that. Yeah, like those cats. Like all the cats that have got it. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, those girls I'm weirdly attracted to. It's a pretty attractive... Or David Bowie. No, he has, uh, he has what I have. He, uh, he got punched in the... He, he 
got punched by his brother when they were fighting over a girl when they were a teenager. So now one of his pupils is just huge. You don't, you don't have that, do you? Yeah. You mean was. Did your Dude. brother punch you when you Chris, were a teenager? Chris, did you get punched by David Bowie's brother? Yeah, man, over a girl. <laughs> shit. No, got, You're old. No, I, I got, thought you were 14. <laughs> I got the shit punched out of me by my own skateboard. He was very mad at me. Didn't go well. <laughs> man, Chris's skateboard is his brother. Chris's that's, that's deep, man. <laughs> but you know what? Does he he is. Does that mean a skateboard fucked your mum? My mum birthed a skateboard at some point. <laughs> I don't like visualizing that in my head at all. Please I don't, don't understand how we got here in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> all right, where is to go from here? Uh, always bet on blood. Best on line blood. of the whole movie. Yeah, I yeah. wrote down a bunch of notes. Like. I disagree. His daughter had just killed a guy. Like, he is dead. Oh, yeah. Stone Cold killed a guy. He's like 100% not going to live. <laughs> what, what was the thing that she did to him at that point? She had um, oatmeal infused. Oh, yeah. Because yep. he was uh, allergic to. She, she, she he is, is deathly allergic to oatmeal. It was like concealer. He literally said, I am deathly allergic, allergic to, oatmeal, to oatmeal. And she spread it on his face. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't just that put isn't... like a little bit on no, it. She, she smothered he, it on it. Is him. that yeah. manslaughter or is that straight up homicide? That's homicide. Because not because then her father stood over him and taunted him or while he slowly is died. Is it defense? Yeah. Is it self defense? Well, at that point, yes, and I that's totally fine. Like, <laughs> man, I don't that know. A, that was a real journey through your brain, Leon. Oh, we haven't you even said started. It like you didn't like Oliver. it to begin with. But there was that bit there at the end with that the whole the one bit I just really disliked was the really CGI glue. No, oh, that just, sucked. That I just the hated. glue. Sucked. Do you know what it looked like? And I had a really visceral sort of reaction to it, like remembering something that looked exactly like it. It looked like. Do you guys remember at the beginning of Shrek when he puts that like somebody weird... <laughs> when he puts the weird goop in his bowl and starts eating it? And because it was like early two thousand CGI, it's what this looked like. It was like is it's it's a gun that shoots the stuff from the start of Shrek. It's a real deep cut, guys. But it's exactly what it looks like. That's a real odd visceral memory for you. That's to a, have. It's literally immediately where my brain went. It really reminded me of, for some reason, the thumb minions from Spy Kids. Oh yeah, I want to watch Spy Kids now. Yep. But- yeah. Oh, honestly, you could. If I you think it's just because it's shit CGI. I was going to say, if you see bad CGI, that's a direct pathway to Spy Kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> good remember, stuff. Remember when the Spy Kids got kicked into a car by a horse? <laughs> <laughs> to be, and I actually want to touch on this as well. There was a lot of animal animal abuse. Oh, you find film. that in all these. This movies. has been yeah. a common thread lately in a lot of the episodes. I actually. looked into what that uh, bird was. Mm-hmm. It's a, so it's a grey crowned crane. That basically it lives in like West Africa. Yep. And recently, the International Union for Conservation of Nature. Yep. They categ- they changed the category of this bird from vulnerable to endangered. <laughs> so it's it's one step away basically from becoming extinct. <laughs> and and then and on he that fights note, it. And there's like a two minute scene where he's trying to beat the shit out on, of that while bird. While the guy's playing the yeah. piano, well, like what on, the fuck on that is note, let's on? go to the first segment for today. Yo, welcome to Morgan's MVP. Uh, <laughs> this I was going to say, I week, was genuinely going to guess if it was that guy. This week's MVP is the piano man yes. who just plays a piano the entire time while Paul Blood is getting it destroyed was by so a bird. Good. He's just getting his ass kicked by the bird. He is having like an actual martial arts kung fu movie fight scene with this bird. And the piano guy is just playing along and gives him the nod of like, yeah. yes, sir. Welcome to the hotel. 
It I is, see you over there. I also don't understand like why that room exists at all. Yeah, but it was. It's yeah. phenomenal. You mean, you mean, it was to... outside. So, good. so it wasn't really a room. It, it was, was a it? room, but it's literally it was, it's, it's like a garden. It was room. A, a garden room because it had. <laughs> hey, rooms can be outside, Leon. But it's like, the, but this is a, a hotel that's so accommodating. It's like, hey, do you want to happen? Do you want to walk outside to sit in like outside and contemplate life? There's just a guy playing piano there. Did he just have to wander into like a secret? Like this, the, some the person who owns this hotel dojo. is like is like I have all these endangered animals secretly hidden in my hotel just for me. Like I collect them. <laughs> And he just wandered in there because this bird's Yeah, because you couldn't right? have the bird... Even if it was a level before in danger, you can't just have that wandering around a hotel, right? It was a guest. The thing that I like... the hotel. I feel like you can if you have a bunch of Van Goghs and stuff. Yeah, that's true, actually. But I, I don't that wanna... bird art? Was that one of the Van Goghs? Oh, were they trying to... That was the last thing they never got to. They, they were, were going to steal, steal the, the bird. bird. <laughs> that's why the guy was in that room and he got beat up by it. Maybe they were just no, going to steal its grey crown. That's, okay. that's true. I do want to say, though, talking about that piano guy... The thing that was so piano good about man. The, the piano man, the piano man, uh, he was a regular and then, Billy uh, Joel. Just, just put in Billy Joel's piano man, just right there, put in the sting. <laughs> Done. Um, so the perfect thing about him is that they had him doing all that, like he was kind of looking at Paul and going, "Like, aren't you having a lovely time?" And then it didn't show him for a really long time, and then he started fighting the bird, and then it cut back, and he was just doing literally the same thing as when he was looking at him normally, where he's just like. <laughs> Good job fighting that bird, Mr. Blood. <laughs> and then so, right at the end, some, he's like, oh, thanks. And the guy's like, I know. I was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of shrugs off. Like, yeah. Someone like, will be with you to help you with your bags very shortly. The, In the meantime, please enjoy these dulcet tones. Please enjoy my specialty. I played it last time a man was... Assaulted by a bird in this room. <laughs> Please enjoy this complimentary bird fight. Bird fight. Have uh, you seen that episode of Family Guy? This is like that. I, sc- <laughs> I scored the fight with the last dodo, don't you know? He <laughs> this does, guy just he travels the world. lure a bad guy into the garden. <laughs> Do you know what would have actually been amazing, though? You know when he lures the bad guy into the garden? If then um, it closes and then suddenly you have that guy pulled away and then the piano guy comes out and looks at him and goes like... <laughs> like, like, shoots him a finger gun yeah. or, like, winks at him. Like, I got him. I would prefer... And then I he just pre- holds up the bird by the neck. He's like, I did this for you, too. <laughs> I would have preferred a blood splatter of the silhouette. I think that would have been... That oh, been like, like the start of every Supernatural episode, it cuts away, and then we see a blood splatter on a wall. No, none of us understand this reference. <laughs> I do. I, I understood it. Do you watch Supernatural? No. I was going to say, if Luke... <laughs> he just understands the concept of blood splatters. <laughs> yeah. I understand the concept of a silhouette blood splatter. Guys, and, and, and it would have had the Wilhelm, Wilhelm screen the second time. Oh, no, that's no, that's too dodgy. That's too... That's too uh, the Wilhelm screen was in this movie, though. Yeah, man. You don't add it with a blood with a blood splatter, though. It's too much. Yeah, it's got to be a guy falling off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Guys, I really want to talk about the fight scene. I think we need to do a deep dive on that fight scene. Um, I actually have... Um, it comes into play really in excruciating detail in Children's in March. Should in we save it for then? then I reckon we should save if you guys want to talk about it after that. Yeah. Because, like, I just... Yeah. I want to talk about one part of that scene, which was my favourite line of the movie, which was, hey, why are you wearing a cape? I came straight from the head. <laughs> yeah. I actually want to talk about that guy, because Morgan and I were talking about it. He was in the first movie. He was two-time citizen, who... Um, Paul Blatt was like teaching for citizenship. Yeah, he's in this. He's that not... was here comes the boom. Sorry, I missed. Oh, that, that was here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. It wasn't in Paul Blatt. Here right, comes that, the Blatt. That makes sense because I was trying to figure out a why he would have taught someone uh, to be a citizen in Paul Blatt, more Blatt, and also I was like, is he supposed to be the same guy? I get it. No, he is the same guy. He's from when Paul Blatt 
was an MMA fighting and teaching him citizenship. And he just yeah. didn't he just didn't mention, hey, you look just like that MMA fight. <laughs> hey, didn't you win an MMA fight once one time? Like, yeah. like didn't you didn't you win like the big fight at MMA? Yeah, and then Kevin go, and then Kevin James uh well Paul Blatt goes, Hey, weren't you uh, Charlie's roommate and it's always sunny? And he was like, Yeah. Hey guys, I have a very, <laughs> very serious question for you. Ooh, I think I think this is gonna tell a lot about each and every one of us, our answers. Um how ripe do you like your bananas? Jeez. <laughs> um, I like mine bright green. Because <laughs> M- Myrtle... I hated it. I, I, I hated yeah. it. Yeah, it was... It could have been blacker, but I prefer mine a, a nice shade of cream, if anything else. I would like it to be just ripe. There's not really usually a question about this. There's not a level of ripe. There's like this ripe and then this off. It was <laughs> it was so excruciating to watch him eat. That was did, genu- that, did that actor have it, to eat like a disgusting banana? Yeah, my dad will keep like fruit that has started to rot still in a bowl like in his house and he would look at that banana and go like, that's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was just trying to psych Paul out or if that's just him like his yeah, no, cuz what... he's like I want to eat my lunch and he pulls it out. It's... What I first thought was he was pulling out his lunch and I thought he was going to pull out a gun in his lunch and he would be like with the guys and then it went a completely different way and it like derailed my sensory experiences. So if anyone that happened. If anyone listening is unsure of what we're talking about there's a scene where uh Paul Blatt Moblat is talking to uh, a guy who's security of like Somewhere downstairs, he's, I think he's in shipping. charge of shipping. It's shipping. A, yeah, and it's the, it's a weird guy who's in a lot of stuff. He was in Scrubs in that episode where there was the yeah. light bulb up a guy's ass. He's always a yeah, he's tall, a fuck looking dude, a tall weirdo. And um, Paul Blart Mulblart takes control of the situation, and eventually the dude's like, "Well, do you mind if I eat my lunch?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, no worries." And he pulls out a just black banana, <laughs> the oldest like, banana you've ever seen. Like it's beyond mushy, and it's gone like hard and flaky at this point. And he just <laughs> and. He just peels it. He just he just eats the banana. It was genuinely more confronting than seeing banana. a woman hit full on by a mail truck. Like it was somehow more confronting than that. Oh, it was. It was just like the slow pacing of it. It was like, oh, oh he's not going to eat that. He's not going to eat that. Oh, oh no. Oh no. He's he's eating it. It was a really tight. <laughs> it was a really tight close up as well. And the thing that really got me as well is that like I guess that actor had to eat that banana too. Like yeah. that actor had to be okay with doing that. And that's like that's. And he, like, straight-faced the entire time. There was, like, not even a hint of, hey, this is crazy that I'm doing this. Where do you put that on your actor's resume? Like, willing to do full nudity and eat the oldest banana anyone's ever seen. (laughs) Hell, I'll eat the oldest banana anyone's ever seen while I'm naked. (laughs) With your butt? I'll shove it up my asshole. Well, to be fair, it would have been quite easy considering how mushy it was. Yeah, you could shove that shit up your butt real easy. <laughs> to be fair, it looked just like a shit. <laughs> you put it up there, put it in reverse, it's just like someone doing a poo. Uh, I don't want to talk about this. I just want to say right I now. Really, um, I think I made, it, I made it more gross and I'm pretty impressed, actually. Yeah. Hey, Oliver, Oliver, can I just... Thanks for inviting me on the podcast again. Thank you. <laughs> Are you having a fun time? Is this everything you expected it to be and more? It, it actually is. I thought it was going to be about as good as Paul Blart 2, but it's yeah. better. Is it? Because I, I love that's this movie. That's high that. praise. Thank God. It, the pod, the podcast, like I'm giving the podcast high praise. I know. Yeah. I beca- get it. Because the movie was shit. No, it's a good movie, man. 
you haven't had to watch all the other movies. Morgan, I want. I mean, not Morgan. Why am I looking? I always think people are Morgan. <laughs> Leon, I want to emphasize, Morgan mentioned at the start of this episode, this is the 50th episode. We've had to watch 50 movies. No, you haven't. Yeah. No, you chose to. Yeah, no, one no we you. sort of had to. We sort we of sort had, of to, had to. to, and there's so many that are so much worse than this movie. I enjoy that. Doesn't this make shit it a good movie. I don't nah, know, man. We've got a real, you haven't seen Strange Wilderness. We've got real Stockholm. We've talked about this on the podcast <laughs> before. Syndrome. We have genuine Stockholm syndrome with this podcast. Like I call I, it Sandholm syndrome. It is Sandholm syndrome. It's absolutely. It. Has Chris coined that on the podcast before? I'm proud nah, of you, Chris. But I'm having a good day. I'm on a roll. You're on a roll. All right. I feel like you hey, you know who else? Uh, something about roles. Uh, Paul Blart, he's fat. Oh, oh there was snap. no. Was there any fat jokes in this movie? There were so many fat jokes. There was the bit where he did the zip line. How and many roles? No, of fat actually, there were according movie. to Kids in Mind as well. God, Kids in Mind always correcting you guys. Get it together. These kind Christian people are paying way more attention to these movies than you are. Um, apparently, there was a kink in the zip line. I didn't get that either, though. It, there was there was a knot. A knot. Yeah. All right. So Leon saw it. Not a fat joke. I thought it was a fat joke as well, t- to be honest. And it does know. make sense that he would have... How would he have continued along if he was just, like, dipping down? It would have been a better joke, to be honest. Yeah, I, I was kind of... I was interested to see how they were going to get around that. And then it just turned out it was a little knot, and he just, like, jiggled and then kept going. Yeah, that's the bit they put in the movie, and they're like, hey, this movie's a little bit shorter than we wanted it to be. <laughs> Guys, so- can we talk about the one scene where it's just before Little Blart gets kidnapped... And she's in her bathroom, in her room, and she goes to leave, and the door to the hallway is for some reason not opening. So she just turns around, and all of a sudden, she's in the same room as the entire bunch of bad guys. She didn't go through another door. Nothing else happened. They're in the same room around a corner. This is when she was at the party with... Um, Lane with Lane, yeah. Justin from Wizard so she of went to the Place bathroom. Or You're tits. right. She's like, they were in the hot. So, he- so how did that work? They're, so, they're in suites, so all the VIP suites are connected. No, I think so. What Lane said was that the security guys tell him when the high rollers leave early, mm. and so apparently, and then he had a party there. Yeah, and then she walked around the corner. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Yeah, because like the party, there was a party happening. In the same suite as where the bad it. guys were. They didn't hear it. They would have heard the party, right? It's and true. Like, this is, like this it's is a banging party around a corner. Like, yeah. you'd think someone would pop their heads around and say, hey. Um, I got the impression there was like a the, hallway between. Because that bit where Lane walks through and there's like that hallway with a door and then he gets captured. So there's like this whole hallway but, between. Was it a hotel hallway? I don't remember. No, the no. Exact. It really felt like all the via, all the high roller suites are connected through these like Maybe hallways. it's just we've never been to a present. Like... Yeah, guys, presidential I suite yeah. is like the entire floor of. Vegas I don't think any of us have been to That's Vegas. Really fucking big, so we can't comment. I have been to Vegas, and it I is fucking deplorable. I've, but it I've can't. Heard, be, yeah, like people like a bunch of my friends who are in Australia, who are from Australia, who've gone to Vegas, say it sucks. It, it is. It's. It, it's basically Disneyland for adults. There's vomit. Oh, sounds great. Shit everywhere. It does. It sounds good, but you go there and just lose your money, and you like. I love it, losing my money. <laughs> you can't even buy decent drugs. Like it's, just, I don't even know why it exists. Isn't it licensed everywhere though? That's interesting. Like in terms of being on the street and drinking alcohol. I mean, like, if that's what you want to do, let's just let's just go to uh, New Orleans. Yep. Just buy a beer, head out of the street. That's an official pronunciation. New Orleans. There's a great uh, story in Hannibal, one of Hannibal Burris's specials, where. He explains basically, you can just hire a marching band and you just call the city council and you can have your own parade and they just follow you around all day while you drink in the in the street. 
sounds pretty good. And it's not that expensive. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That sounds pretty good. And then uh, he was on the road and um, the he stopped somewhere to buy a beer and the cops were there who were escorting him around. And he was like, hey, what are you doing going and buying a beer while you're in the middle of a parade? He's like, I thought it was cool. He's like, you should have just brought your own liquor. <laughs> <laughs> this is a poorly organized parade. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds so good. Hey, guys, if you were in a little kiss band, you'd play Beth, right? <laughs> I don't know any kiss songs. That's a kiss song, right? Yes. <laughs> Is it? Yes. I don't know, man. That's why I was all for little kiss, because I'm looking for... Tiny... Uh, correct you, Morgan. Tiny kiss. Tiny kiss. Peck. Tiny... Peck, exactly. Um, I don't care about kiss, but if you make them little people, I maybe care about it. I all The only song I'm interested by little kiss... Uh, I'm going to rock and roll all afternoon and party every morning. Yeah. <laughs> or part of... <laughs> I can see Chris's face and he is so proud of himself. Just part of the day. I feel like he was thinking of that as he said it, though. Like, there was no pre-planning. Uh, there was. <laughs> still kind of almost fucked it up. There's, a, c- lot, there's a lot that went into that, Morgan. <laughs> you mean uh, there's there a little bit... That, that was like That's when I was, it was that real emotional that. journey with Leon recounting the homicide. There was I could see the the gears wearing inside your head. It's like I have to just look into the middle distance. I can get through this. <laughs> I do want to get when you guys were talking about the presidential suite. That actually makes sense now that you say it because yeah, it, it couldn't have possibly been that they were going to two different rooms because the presidential suite truly is an entire floor of a hotel, right? Like it is the most comprehensive a like hotel suite could ever be. Mm. Trump stays. Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. That's why there's so much gold everywhere. Yeah, he's so a president. It's a presidential suite. He's on, been on... staying in presidential suites for a long time. Yes. Do you reckon he gets the presidential suite in Trump Tower? Guys, if you were the president, right, would you get like a really cool lolly and you'd call it the presidential suite, like a lollipop, <laughs> and you would go, <laughs> and like you'd go and like <laughs> only you can eat it. <laughs> yeah. And he's standing there, and he's like. Look, and it's look, like behind a look, glass case, and you got to get two people to like key, and like and it's the gummy Venus de Milo. No, it's you, what he's you, doing. You, he... you mean a USB? Yeah, a USB <laughs> to open it. He's doing his president address. He's like, and he's dressed as like one of those little sailors with a giant lollipop. <laughs> look, look at all you, look at all you losers. Look how big my lollipop is. It's huge. You gotta have the. I have the best suite. lollipops. This is my Everybody's saying how great my lollipop is. <laughs> it's, got, like, it's a little Lord Fauntleroy <laughs> outfit. So now that we've, Wait, uh, you could. You could have a presidential suite in a presidential a suite. presidential suite. <laughs> nice, just tons of bolt. Uh, man, can you request infinite M and M's? Peanut M and M's. Peanut, get it fucking right. Yeah, they were peanut M and M's, and they were for his hypoglycemia, <laughs> aka his obesity. And he asked for a bottomless bowl, and it th- they cut to a shot where it clearly had a bottom. Yeah, AKA his shit. What his a shit fucking blood. shit hotel. Okay, his shit the one blood. shot. <laughs> so what? Are, now that we've sufficiently uh, derailed, what were you going to say about the presidential suite, Oliver? I, I, I think it was basically it. I had nothing else well, to say about that. I think it's it's about time we do that normal thing where we do some segments. So, uh... Alan Covert was not in this movie, as far as I was aware. Yeah. Anyone? Anyone else have some pro- some facts to disprove that? Uh, nope. Don't I don't know. There were a lot Sandler. of very, there were a lot of very covert people coverting their way around this movie. Adam Sandler wasn't even in this movie. It was full so. of spies, spies that were pretty like all right at their job, apart from the weird USB yeah. stuff. Adam Sandler just sent Jackie that day, so I don't think Alan even got a. Yeah. So uh, that's that's. I don't know. Done. It's it's Luke's job. I'm. Which, by the way, Luke, if you're listening to this, I'm still expecting you to include uh, these episodes in your report that you're going to be putting on my desk by the end of this. Um, 
Just because you're in Thailand doesn't mean you get away with it. All right. Yeah, get next, to work. Next segment. Did it pass the Bechdel test? I don't think so. Was there any Was there any female characters that talked to each other? Um, there's the manager, there's Mia, there's that random Asian lady who's part of the high squad. Um, there's that really mean-looking lady who's part of the high squad. Morgan, uh, the main character of this movie gaslights a woman into thinking she's in love with him. It did not pass the, ga- the Bechdel test. It did not pass the gaslight <laughs> test. It didn't pass the gaslight <laughs> test either. <laughs> Anti-wingram on some of what so, No, it didn't. Wing but, all right, that's fair. All right, <laughs> a, so drunk, that, a drunk guy. That leads me to my next question. Do you have any trivia, Chris? Everybody, welcome to Trivia's Trivia Sweet. Uh, get in the presidential. There's oh god, people with guns. Licky, Ooh, licky. Sweet, delicious. My lollipop. Oh, that was that didn't even sound like Trump. The other one I half did, that. and that one was like a tenth of a Trump impression. <laughs> that one was like that big floppy dog. You know the one, the cartoon boy. Whoa. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know his name, but I know what you're talking about. Floppy dog. Yep. This was not screened in advance for critics. <laughs> Why? Do you really need to ask that, Morgan? It's still got 5%. See, I like that. That shows a, that shows the correct amount of self-awareness this movie should have, where it's like, he wanted to make this movie, and this movie is what it is, but of course nobody want, no, no, no the critic wants to see it. No, absolutely not. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump to... That's not trivia. Why is that in the trivia section? Vincent has two different eye colours, a fact which he calls attention to during the movie. It's not trivia, it's part of the movie. <laughs> That's just a fact. All right, this next one really catches my imagination. Uh, this is a true thing. A producer has stated that a character called The Shadow Man was going to appear in the film. The character was going to be a godlike being who put Paul Blart through his trials. After a great amount of discussion, it was decided that, to remove the character, seeing as though the studio wanted to keep the film grounded in reality. Thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. I really want the Shadow Man. That I feel just, like this just, movie would have gotten at least. 15% having not watched it yet, that sounds very Joe Dirt Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if the Shadow Man was played by Patrick Warburton? And he was like weirdly homophobic. I don't know why I'm thinking they would put that in the movie, but like just an idea. Oh, I don't, this movie would have been so much better with Patrick Warburton as the Shadow Man. I've also I've got some trivia if I can jump in, Chris. Please, Uh, give give us a quick uh, intro to your trivia. Leon likes trivia. We'll just have a bit of a a break here for Leon's theme. We don't have to pause this longer. (laughs) It's inserted digitally by Morgan. (laughs) I was waiting for Leon. I assumed he knew how we did this podcast. Because of the time that, because of what? Because he's here and we told him nothing about how we did this podcast. Yeah. He's in Luke's seat. I don't know if you guys knew this. Like, so Andy Fickman, his debut um, director movie was Who's Your Daddy? What is that? I don't know. Who is your daddy? Uh, not my daddy, because he's not Luke, even though he's in the Luke scene. <laughs> I would love it if we had the same daddy. Is Luke your daddy? Someone at work the other week, actually, it was, it was maybe a couple of weeks ago, said that we looked similar. And I've said this to Liam, and I don't appreciate that. That's, Do you think that's just right, because all, everyone says you, that? And secondly, I have worked with people and the customers have come in and said, oh, we, did I speak to you? And I was like, no, but was it that like 200 kilo 
fucking ginger prick. And I'm not talking about Oliver, by the way, because Oliver's like <laughs> oh, I thought you probably were about Oliver. 50 kilos. No, yeah, I don't know if like any of the listeners uh, <laughs> know this. Uh, Oliver is a giant fat guy. <laughs> really fat. Yeah, you can talk Leon. <laughs> You're not that fat. You're just like maybe a little bit. We're, we can't ridicule this movie for having fat jokes and then teach each other about being fat. That's... <laughs> Anyway, are you, are you this- saying we're hypocrites? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> are you if saying, anything, saying if anything, we make you're fun of hypocrites? Like, let's be honest. Are you saying so- we watch terrible movies and then make terrible podcasts? <laughs> are you saying we make fun of people for not producing a very necessarily very good product for other people's entertainment? <laughs> I would stop it at necessary product for other people's entertainment <laughs> so uh, so this uh who's your daddy was released direct to dvd in 2005 so that's who that's that's the director of this film to give you an idea also the co-writer um who wrote the help uh kevin james write the first one so nick uh Bacay. i didn't know this but he was the voice of salem uh Saberhagen, who's the short-haired american cat on sabrina the oh, teenage witch yeah. oh, so, I love so, salem, so this was like co-written by a cat Oh, that's sick. In the witch universe. I'm really into that. Is yeah. Salem the Shadow Man? He could be. Fuck! I like that. I like that Which, a lot. Sa- Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina the Teenage War Cop. Sabrina the Teenage Witch is a spin-off of Archie. Is it from like Riverdale? Is it? I, is it I, I don't know. I don't. It genuinely does. Did you not know that, Morgan? No. Did you watch Riverdale? Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I watched Riverdale. Is based on the comic Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which is a spin-off of Archie. Just like comics. Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Didn't you know that uh, Archie, the Archie comics, uh, had heavy supernatural undertones? Yes. I mean, they kind of did. I think because they always had crossover. Like there, there was a crossover that was Archie and the Punisher. Did you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> They'll do anything great. over at Archie Comics. Good shit, man. Hey, you boys want some reviews? Absolutely. Choose reviews. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody, choose reviews. I'm the true part. This is the review part. Okay, here we go. This one is from M. Zark, titled Fun Movie for a Night at Home. Five stars. Four stars. Yeah, four stars. Four stars. That's my guess. We sometimes guess, Liam, if you care. If you I, care I, I can actually read it. If you uh, care to partake. So I'm going to say three stars. <laughs> I changed my guess. Two stars. <laughs> okay. So I would give this movie four stars because I love Kevin James, but I think that would be a little biased. Yes, it has its funny parts. I like most of the characters, and there are some funny scenes that I would rewatch on YouTube. But as a whole, it's not hysterically funny. I do watch it whenever it comes on TV. <laughs> So that is a plus. But I wouldn't rent it again. If it was on sale for $5, I would buy it for my DVD collection. I am definitely torn as to how to rate it. If I could do 3.5, I would. Three stars. No one is watching scenes from this movie on YouTube. No, <laughs> no one. Well, uh, honestly, is. I, I, I did because I was going to be on this But you're podcast. researching. Yeah, like, I know. This guy, this guy is watching them and then being like, but it's not a good movie. So hey, what, do you I, it's, only three, it's only three I stars. I don't know, man. Watching. I would definitely rewatch that Piano Man scene. That's true. What, why couldn't he give it a three and a half? Uh, they don't let you. Uh, who's they? Amazon. The, the Shadow Man. Our secret, our the, secret website. That our, we get our, our secret from. source that we get reviews from. That I just said. The we'll, secret we'll society that out. the Shadow Man is from that didn't appear in. The, yep. Yeah. This next review is from Junior BB. Entitled, Funny Movie. Four stars. Five stars. Kids just really like this silly movie. All my kids watched it and laughed. They are a fan of Kevin James humor. 
Kids are always mentioning Paul Blart in the school for some reason. Five stars. What a school. Do you guys remember being in the schoolyard and there was like the guys over there playing with their Pokemon cards and the guys over there playing Beyblades? But then there was those kids in the corner always talking about Kevin James. And, then, and there's this one kid over in the corner who has a fidget spinner and you're like, fuck you, loser. And now he's shitting on all of our graves. Now, nah, all the, it was the poor, there was a poor, guy, poor black kids all wearing short shorts with really knobbly knees. Yeah, the black boys. It's the black boys. Fake mustaches. <laughs> all right, I got Kevin one more. Gang. The black boys. <laughs> Kevin James. Kevin James. James That's gang. already a thing that we've said in this, right? Yeah, Joe Rogan was part of it. All right, one more. One more review for you guys. This one is by How Die Hard. How many stars Hard. was that, by the way? That was five stars. Of course, oh, of it was. <laughs> is this Die Hard for dipshits? This is the Die Hard NYY fan. New York, New York? No, New York, York. Sure. Uh, this is entitled Another Watchable Kevin James Film. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I love that. This is the thing I have to constantly remind myself. Like, I, I have to talk about what Dad said when I said I watched this movie. Is like different other people's um, barriers for entry in terms of movies, where it's just like, yeah, fuck it, I'll watch anything, and they don't care. And then we have a fucking podcast where we have to talk about them every week. <clears throat> I admit it. I like Kevin James. This is far from being a great film, but if you think Kevin James is funny, and I do then you will probably like this film. The scene where he fights the bird, or more precisely, when the bird kicks his A dollar sign dollar sign, is funny. And the final, quote, fight scene is good stuff. There's a little more filler in this movie than, the, than there is in the first Blart film, but it is neither too dull nor too stupid that you are forced to give up on it. Again, if you like Kevin James, you'll like this film. It's not Zookeeper, but it's better than Grown Ups 2. Oh boy, Zookeeper was a piece of hot trash. <laughs> like, Zookeeper was really bad compared to this. Yeah, I would choose this over Zookeeper. Absolutely. Um, did you want me to offer up the like John Palmer's basically review of this movie? Snippets of John. Snippets of John, I do have a, a more full-featured John Palmer segment. I mentioned that this is the movie we're watching, and his reply was just, oh, I've watched one of those sometime, I think. <laughs> <laughs> because the way he watches movies is he like usually falls asleep during them and skips. He skips around Netflix like it's TV, and he's like just watching. Like One time he was watching Hansel and Gretel Get High, which is the weed parody of Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> And he's crazy. Should we jump straight over to Snippets of John now? Do you want some Snippets of John? Let's have some Snippets of John. Snippets of Dong. Alrighty, so my father... Before we get into this, Leon, have you heard stories about John? I I have not. He genuinely hasn't. I tell, I tell a lot of people usually stories about my dad. It's strangely never come up with Leon. So this is going to be a real uh, journey into the heart of darkness for you. Just uh, to... Cast as wide in it as possible. John's crazy. Yes. Um, That's probably all you need to know. So you'll, you'll, you'll pick that up. So I just He's in his mid to late 60s, is always drunk, and is a teenager. He's not always drunk, but he did post... He's not always drunk. He posted a, a picture recently that was, um, it was on Facebook, because now he's got a smartphone. He loves Facebook. <laughs> um, he'd put a Twin Peaks uh, frame around his yeah, profile photo, and his profile photo is him <laughs> too close... Like he'd take from a, a weird so, low angle. So like I mid, can't believe I didn't notice. A mid-60s photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't Facebook. believe I didn't Chili's notice the positioned in his... in his mustache for reasons that were not explained in the caption. Why would you need to explain that? 
Also, his emoji game, his emoji con emoji? game is emoji, emoji game is on point. He's gonna emoticon love game. What fucking year do you think this? John is, Palmer, Morgan? Year, year John Palmer. AD. Can I can I fucking add you on MSN Messenger, Morgan? What kind of movie Probably. do you think they're gonna make? The emoticon hey, hey, Morgan, movie? What, no, it's far MySpace? more serious. It's the emoji movie. I don't have MySpace. How old do you think I am? All right. <laughs> So I had to spend a considerable amount of time with my dad today. I had to complete like an errand I needed his car for. He did a favor for me, but I, it, it involved two 40-minute car trips. So on the way up, he was... Uh, Is this divided into on the way there, on the way back? Not really. Um, I definitely took... like It was dense. Like I, I was actually stressing out on the way. He'd been like, fuck, there was so much podcast material, and I haven't noted down half of it. <laughs> There was a couple of things that made me genuinely start to take notes in my phone. So, he was upgrading me on his Instagram uh, tirades, which I think we may have covered in this before. Yeah. But... Oh, uh, he's very strong Instagram game. He loves... My father loves cosplay. Hey, uh, have we ever plugged your dad, dad's Instagram? I don't think we have. Can, should we? Yes. Uh, it is... Because he loves to... And he he's quite active on it. He will he will potentially comment on some of your stuff if you follow him. It's Pagonian. P-O-G-O-N-I-O-N. And if you have a question for me, which is, is what Pagunian is that? My, my answer is, I don't know. Uh, is it? No, I don't or know. Or is it just Pagunian? Fuck it. I don't know. We'll, it, we'll, it, we'll, we'll put some more info in later. Keep talking. I will find it. So, uh, yeah. So I had to spend quite a while in the car with my dad. Um, he was updating me on his, on his Instagram stuff. Um, we're going to plug his Instagram feed right now. Chris just looked it up. It's uh, PogOnion66, is it? PogOnion66. It's, it's PogOnion is the easiest way to explain it. Pogs, like the Alf Pogs, <laughs> and Onion, like an onion. Uh, I think it's actually Pogonion, which I think my father has described to me as being the part of your face between your lips and your chin. Uh, I don't know if that's true, because he is crazy. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, he was talking to me about his Instagram. He's very, he's described his Instagram as like, he, he'll talk about like his followers. Like he thinks that everybody that his followers and him is like, they've definitely seen everything he's posted. They're very on board for all of it. And they're like pretty ravenous for it. So listeners, please go and follow his Instagram. Genuinely. I, I want to know, don't, don't interact with him. Don't mention anything. Just, I want whatever numbers we've got, yep. all of everyone all of following them. him. Like all at once. Just, he, I want to know what his rationale is as to why that's happening. He might give you a follow back and he may interact with you. Uh, probably he will. Stay away. Because this is the thing. So he brought up a name amongst his discussions. He talked about cosplay. My father really likes cosplay. And he said a name that clicked something in my brain. He said he follows someone who does really good cosplay and his name is Frank Karachi. And does that click? Does that That's click? one of the directors of that these movies. That is one of the directors of these movies. So I'm just sitting there and I'm just like... Wait, are you sure? I'm like, I think that's what. And like, my, I was like, no, I can't be thinking it. And I looked it up. Frank Karachi is an avid cosplayer, followed by my father, uh, who does a lot of cosplay that my dad's into. My dad has interacted with Frank Karachi on Instagram. <laughs> so he recently did a cosplay that has it has levels to it, like a John Palmer joke that are dense and uh, confusing and stupid. Uh, he like oh, his children. He's way up your dad's alley. He, he cos yeah, it's that one. So he cosplayed Frank Karachi cosplayed as uh, Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy, dressed as Mary Poppins because of the Mary Poppins bit in the movie, which is like you didn't get that. Oh, Chris wouldn't get that joke because he hasn't seen the movie. Okay, uh, but it is a reference. I, I accept. It's a reference to the movie, but it's kind of like okay. That, that's a <laughs> horrifying cosplay. It's horrifying looking. Um, and he also did Drax at one point, and Dad literally commented on it. He commented on... You may be able to find Dad's comment on that. He commented uh, to Frank There's 11 Karachi, comments. I'm sure I can find like, it. I, I appreciate something like... I appreciate a man 
uh, shaves off his beard for a cosplay, and the guy said, oh, I'm Italian. It grew back, like, in an hour. (laughs) 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 So there is a John Palmer update. Um, I feel like it's not that interesting when I tell it, but... So is Frank Arachi one of the directors of one of these movies? Absolutely, is the director. He directed multiple. Absolutely the same person. He directed Waterboy, Wedding Singer, Blended, the episode that most recently came out prior to this recording. So your father has considerably more interaction with the... Makers yep. of people involved with our podcast yep. than we do. Absolutely, that actually explains a yeah. lot. Like in the in, the, in the, without even meaning it. In the telling the story, I've realized the story itself is not that interesting, but it really is a strange crossover to this thing. Is like, but this is also immediate. You are genetically destined to be in this room. Exactly. This is why this has happened. And then immediately after that, he immediately went into who he described as uh, the girls that show him their bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> and mentions how he comments on their photos and they sometimes reply, but also stressed to me that he's always courteous. <laughs> okay, anyone who thinks that they're always courteous when uh, commenting on p- pictures of women's butts, then they never are. No, my, my dad is like almost 70 and genuinely harmless. He knows people can see <laughs> like, that, right? <laughs> like if you go into the thing, it shows you what people have been doing lately. Uh, Morgan, you go into following and then you can see what people are doing. Morgan, no, he doesn't know that, but he just told his son about it. So he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Snippets of John. This doesn't really have anything to do with the conversation I just talked about, but he also, during that car ride, we were talking about Star Wars and he asked me if uh, Logan was part of the Star Wars anthology series of movies. <laughs> And I have no real way to explain how we might what have was, thought that, but that's that, a little thing. I have a very real... What was your response? Uh, my answer was no. <laughs> what You don't know that. He was talking about Logan, and he was just like... Um, I was talking about how the Star Wars uh, anthology series is different to Star Wars, and he's like, oh, yeah, because like, Logan was one of those. I was like, nope, that's X-Men, no, no, Dad. Yeah, it happened in the same universe, just at a very different time period in a very yeah, different yeah. galaxy. Yeah. yeah. You, you, ha- you have no right, Oliver. It's all Disney. Hey, guys, just I want to clarify one point. Um, Polgungian is the craniometric point that is the most forward-projecting point on the interior surface of the chin. Okay, interesting. Snippets of John. Who's crazy now? Snippets of John. I've got one more. Does John have two different colored eyes because he's crazy? What happens if you've got two chins? Chinny chin chin. Or if you've got like a cleft palate, is that with the chin or is that the the top bit? Can you do the the bit where you put your neck into your chin? (laughs) Very visual, perfect for the podcast. <laughs> Good stuff, Morgan. I have a tiny extra bit. Do you reckon? Do you reckon we need it, or should we ration the John out? Uh, what? Just ration listen, listen the John. Listen to your heart, Oliver. I, you I, say just you've got a tiny little bit, and you, we should ration the John out. Yep. That just makes it sound like you don't have a circumcision. Yeah. Does it? Maybe. Chris is doing a face like maybe he's not proud of Leon this time. <laughs> Leon, I had can... faith. You're letting him down, Leon. I said you could stay. If, you, if I was your boss, you would be fired right now. <laughs> you so kind, of, you that, kind of are is in that, the is podcast. Is that a way to talk to your carer? <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we went to visit one of Dad's friends that was nearby. And so I witnessed Dad making up with his friend. This is digital dude we've talked about. Making, is this, is this after a story from pre- I have an update. I was listening to that episode about uh, Digital Dude and Anal Og, your dad. Yep. I only just got Digital Dude and Anal Og, like analog, like Genuinely. the opposite of digital. Holy I, shit. I got it the other day. Holy shit. So, I the, thought it was just 
crazy ramblings. <laughs> Your dad's smarter shit. than we give him credit for. Absolutely. But this is the thing. I had I shared a very knowing look with Analog when Dad told a joke that was dense and insane. No, wait, not Analog. Analog digital is, my, is Digital Dude. Digital Dude is like he's like my father's longest standing friend, and he is a. I mean, he shows a supernatural ability to deal with my father's craziness. Um, we shared a knowing look about the density of his stupid jokes, um, which really is that show. Like the Chris, just like the button dropping, then is like that is exactly what it's like. Mm. Um, but Dad went there because he specifically took to show like the kind of references he makes. He took a hatchet with him that he did have to give to Digital Dude, but he also was like, "Oh, we'll bury the hatchet. You better get your shovel because we've got to bury the hatchet because uh, you called me a arrogant pig's cunt." <laughs> And deleted me on Facebook. <laughs> and we can maybe delete. Uh, we can maybe uh, uh, beep out the actual. Speaking so, of, speaking hold on. of that, was the pig arrogant or did it? Was it cunt arrogant? I don't know because he didn't say. He specifically he didn't say arrogant pig cunt. He said arrogant pigs cunt. <laughs> So Speaking is it the cunt of... of an arrogant pig, or is the cunt of the pig the thing that's arrogant? That's what we're trying to figure out here. Digital dude, I know you're listening. Right in. Speaking of uh, pigs cunts. Welcome to Children's Speaking in Mind. Speaking of Thailand. Kids in Mind. <laughs> Kids in Mind, the uh, the segment aimed at uh, how these movies may be appropriate for kids. We know that this podcast isn't, evidently. Uh, so, Leon, you might... Uh, I guess to explain it again for the listeners, maybe if people have forgotten exactly what this is, because yep. Leon is not familiar with it, we go to Kids in Mind, which is a website that reviews movies, not based on... Uh, they don't review it in a traditional sense. They drill down their idea of every offensive thing that might be important to a child during it, and they're pretty full-on. So we're going to go through some of the uh, some of the things in this movie. So this movie was actually pretty light. Sex uh, and nudity. That's surprising considering how fat Kevin James is. <laughs> oh, I get it because it means he's heavy. I thought you were going to say heavy. And I was like, that's a very well-worded joke. But then you just called him a fat piece of shit. And I was like, <laughs> nah, got him. <laughs> All right. So the sex and nudity for this movie was only a two out of ten. But what about that, that full frontal like uh, penetration scene? Yeah. Between Lane and Maya in the bathroom. <laughs> no, sorry. How does it get a two? A two. So this is basically, uh, we're going to go through this. Very Actually, usually it has these exhaustive lists of everything that happened, and some of it's just ridiculous. These are the only notable things that happened in terms of sex and nudity. Very brief. A man and a woman kiss. <gasps> a husband and his wife kiss at their wedding ceremony. That's oh. disgusting. Oh. A husband and his wife kiss twice. Oh, deplorable. PDA. A woman Great. kisses a man on the cheek and he remarks that that felt good. Oh, no, no. <laughs> They're not supposed to feel good. Two, supposed to hurt. Two men hug twice in greeting and one man says the other man kissed his shoulder during oh, the second Oh, that's true. Hug. That is unbelievably homosexual. A young man and a young woman flirt and the young woman's father tells her to slow down. A man admires a woman on horseback. She gives him her phone number. Then in brackets, it specifically says, please see the violence slash core category for more detail. <laughs> Erection is implied. <laughs> Bringing it back. Does it, does sexual it, does it at all uh, mention the very sexual uh, little kiss on the elevator? I don't think it does, no. So that was genuine. That-, that was a joke about Mini Kiss, the band. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't get it. But right. now I get it. Thanks, guys. Let's, let's Thanks, keep moving along. Chris. 
Chad put on the brakes for a second there, you, so you all meant you, uh, realized that I was, did a good joke. The little pet. You did do a good joke. Keep on chugging along. Keep on chugging. So, no need to acknowledge. Pulls us very uh, conveniently into violence and gore. Violence and gore fared pretty well as well, but only only a four, still only a four. Uh, so I'm going to go through some of this. A woman leans into a street to pick up her newspaper and is struck by a truck. She didn't lean. <laughs> she walked right into the street. It was actually the kindest thing that happened in the movie. A voiceover describes the incident as the woman getting drilled by a milk truck. <laughs> <laughs> what an odd I didn't notice that That's odd And we understand That she died <laughs> I love it when They actually put like You can almost feel them assure, Like kind of reassuring themselves Within the descriptions Of these a lot of the time Where they're like I get movies I understand There was no blood But she's dead <laughs> I, I figured it out Erection At least she didn't have to watch The rest of the movie A man hides in a suitcase And a gunman shoots it it is bulletproof. See? Samsonite, man. Samsonite. <laughs> the case tumbles down a flight of stairs, knocking the gunman out. It, is it crashes through a window and sinks into a pool. It is bulletproof. We see the case fill with water, but the man inside is okay. He is bulletproof. <laughs> is, that oh. the, is that the point oh at which God. he bursts forth and yells, well, yeah. Not today, death! Yeah, as he gets out of a <laughs> locked briefcase in about one second yeah. you, underwater. Do you, think the the the, do you think the original line was, Not today, Shadow Man! <laughs> and then we see a shadowy figure pull his shadowy cape over his head and goes, Oh, you got me this time, no, no, Mr. His, Blah. He pulls his shadowy cape over his head and goes, I'm off to the hairdresser. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so was it a Samsonite? Case. Nah. You're just making that no, up. No, no, it's true. Because there's like there's a bit uh in early in the movie where they walk past the Samsonite store, and that is the same store that he actually gets the case. Samsonite okay. does sound like a very sort of hardy mineral of some Rhymes kind. with dynamite. Exactly. Yeah, dynamite. perfect. Cases that explode. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not actually the best advertisement for their cases. You no. can't you can't submerge it in water. Yeah. But it's bulletproof. Yeah, but I would buy everything if it was bulletproof. Those things are roomy inside, though. They can fit a whole blast. <laughs> All right, let's keep cracking on. Hey, Morgan, keep cracking, keep do on you cracking. think you own anything that's bulletproof? Morgan's looking around this room <laughs> no, like no. everything he owns I'm, is inside the uh, not, not, not the Not the Star Wars poster, not the Iron the Man Morgan, poster. Morgan, I know you love Iron Man, but that Iron Man suit in that poster is not yours, and you don't have one yet. <laughs> I don't think I own anything bulletproof. I own a bullet. Is that bulletproof? Uh, Who's to say? <laughs> let's, let's keep going. Continue on. I would like to... Re- uh, so there's always the message that they offer on this. I would. Th- this is not listed as the message, but I would love this to be it uh, if it had have been. It's literally just several men with guns are seen in a hotel room as they prepare for something nefarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's a synopsis. Of like that's that's, just, that's the that's the entire movie. Oh, if that was the subtitle, like on the poster. <laughs> All right. So this is what we we're talking about before the fight sequence, and this I genuinely just noted this down just for posterity because I found this scene to be delightful, as Morgan said, and it goes into it with some really fantastic detail. A man and several others charge towards several other men with guns. They fight, and the first group grabs whatever they can find to use as weapons, like light poles a barber's cape, etc. They fight, and we see people being punched, flipped, and thrown. No injuries are evident. With one heavy-set man landing on top of a woman, and then we see him thrashing on top of her as she moans. 
Sebastian Martin's erection oh. is implied. Oh, what? Really? I missed that. I totally missed that. One man uses his belt to defend himself against a woman with a knife, and his pants fall down. He's got a belt down. guy. He's got a belt guy. I forgot, that's a good reference. While two women fight with kicks and punches until one ends up unconscious on the floor. Uh, Mall of America chick can take a hit. Oh, yeah. She's a badass. Carry on. The, this one is just a, a stunning example of the non-sequitous evidence in these reviews. A man punches a gunman, then shoots another with a glue gun that traps his hand under a mound of glue. Then this is the same dot point. A man punches an elderly woman hard in the stomach and she falls to the floor moaning. <laughs> she appears okay, just moaning. She's so cordial, that woman. <laughs> She's so nice. She says, I deserve it. it. I that made me sad. <laughs> then he picks, up, he picks up a screw. Is that supposed to be like from her hip or something? Or was that like unrelated? I have no idea. Because I couldn't figure... Fi- fi- yeah, it was like a nail. I have absolutely no I, idea. I, what in the moment, I was like, that can't suit. be like that's fallen out of her hip. Like she's had no, like it was. It had something to do with Maya leaving it behind or something. I think it was, yeah. It was like a clue. Oh, no, she, she left behind her, her special security screw. <laughs> Then I, th- th- this is one of the last <laughs> last few ones. This is just like the fact that it was listed in this ca- could only have been listed in Vance and Gore because they don't have a category that is sick ass shit. <laughs> and it's a man arms himself with non lethal weapons and drives a high powered Segway through a hotel lobby. Did, did any? Did that? Se- <laughs> it's not violent. That I just really had to of, mention uh, this. The <laughs> Christopher Nolan Batmobile. Yeah, it was very much like Definitely, the... I think some inspiration was drawn from the uh, Tumblr. The Tumblr, for sure. Movie. All right, so uh, <laughs> I thought I was close to done. This is always what happens in this segment. There is another really long one. But oh, it, fuck. It is awesome. It is genuinely fantastic. Strapping in. All right. Lock <laughs> Take in me Le- away, Oliver. Lock in Leon. A man talks about having bankrolled the right NSA agent. Two men yell ridiculous threats at each other, trying to convince each other they are each crazy. A man teases several people about being more cops. A woman yells at a man in a bar for asking her to go out with him. A husband and wife describe how they felt after their daughter left home for college and describe the house as being like a cold tomb of loneliness. A man eats a really ripe banana. Oh, no. That's, a that's really ripe crazy. banana? I would say that it was a very, yeah. like, at least... It, it was a rotting but one. That's fucking crazy. I wouldn't if, call rotting and ripe the same thing. If you think fine. of that the way they phrased it, that's all happening in the same that room at the same happening. time. This is all of one dot point. This, this is a jump cut montage yeah. that I really want to see. The skin is blackened and slimy. This is like an art film. <laughs> it's blackened and slimy. And another man watching him gags and says, I'm going to throw up. A man says, I will throw up on you. A man guzzles a large root beer. A man eats a large bowl of M&Ms. A man slides across the floor. It's like word association. This is, this is actually the best trailer for the film that, I can, uh, that I've ever heard. Flips on his back and laps up drippings from a young girl's ice cream cone to recharge his sugar level. Laps a woman tells a man that he smells like peat moss. And curry. <laughs> <laughs> what? <sighs> oh god! I just want to isolate that that clip and use that as the trailer for this week's episode. <laughs> Profanity one, two religious exclamations. That's how the Lord God made us, and holy crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> You're clutching at straws. 
<laughs> at religious straws. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That one was a doozy, but I feel like it was worth it, fellas. <sighs> Thanks Took me for on the a ride wild there, ride, uh, Oliver. <laughs> They never seem to amaze me how well our like I've seen the movie. I watched it a couple of hours ago, and just hearing insane people recount it back to me is like genuinely more entertaining. So that's uh, I think that's the Adam Sandbox for this week. I think that is. Check out our socials: uh, the Adam Sandbox on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> Go to our Patreon. Donate the money. We want that. Uh, we want that ice ice baby wrap. Get five more dollars. Get that ice ice baby gum. Um, next week we are watching. Uh, I think we've already mentioned it. Joe Dirt Two. Does Joe anyone want to? Joe Dirt Two. I think. What that's uh, about. I think he lives with Brandy for the rest of his life, and he's happy. And uh, he's happy. And I bet that uh, Kid Rock is there and is his butler, just yeah. like Biff. I bet there's no allusions to uh, the movies uh, Back to the Future, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Forrest Gump. Castaway. Castaway. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you None have any movies. experience with Joe Dirt in any, any way, shape, or form? Um, no, all I know Keep it that way. is <laughs> all I know is that he fucks his sister. Does he? No, no, he thinks he does at one <laughs> he point, he but does. he doesn't okay. actually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, join us next week for that wonderful episode. I can definitely say it's wonderful because I'm Liam's sure not it's interested great. in watching Joe Dirt anymore. A man exclaims <laughs> that he had sex with his sister. <laughs> so yeah, check out the socials and uh Luke won't be back next week, but hopefully he'll be back the week after. But I think Leon was better, to be honest. So Yeah, yeah I mean, so hassle Luke about it. Add Pogonion 66. He hasn't commented in a little bit. He might have been killed entirely. Uh, Leon, do, Leon, entirely do you want to close this out with anything? Chris, did um, you say it's entirely uh, possible? Is it okay oh, if I read... Um, a little poem? Uh, yeah, it's just... It, it's, it, it's actually... It's, it's from Justin Chang from Variety.com. Uh, it was just a comment about the movie. I think that's yeah. very fitting. I think that's very and, fitting. And I, and I have my own after Justin. Yeah, yeah. If that's okay. Close so us out, Leon. Justin out. says um, that Paul Blart 2 was the sort of movie that goes beyond mere uh, mediocrity to offer possible evidence of a civilization in decline. Wow. <laughs> I thought that was... I thought deep, that was, deep. Yeah. Just something to think about. Who's to say? That's, that's true. And, and so... And, and in, I am. Yeah, it is. And what's Leon's take and, and mine was... Uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 is the equivalent to getting a uh, lobotomy while jacking off really hard to increasingly shameful pornography while watching Ocean's Eleven. Yep. I think you just described this podcast, too. Yeah. yeah. While on a segue? Segue up your ass. <laughs> Maybe a segue up your ass. <laughs> that was quite the segue. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. Goodbye, that. everybody. I have, a pizza, I have a pizza that I would like to eat. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>